Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Creative Emotions. I am your host, Alex Lee. Uh, the other host, Cedric Papa. And uh, unfortunately, uh, Jenny could not make it today. So we give her our best regards. You know, she's living her best life. And sometimes that's not with us. Well, and that makes me sad. No. Well, the good thing is that she's do- she's at a planning meeting. That's right. So that's right. That's she's right. planning for her future. And that's Boom. super important. Yeah, I, I guess the future is important. I guess. So, no, that's awesome. So, that's perfect, and, and we understand. But our best loves, and she is very much missed in the emotion. But uh, we happen to have, like, a guest host today with hey. us. Yes, and his name is Nick. Oh, I'm going to get this wrong. Vicente. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you, you did pretty good. Uh, ah, thank you. Yeah, no, no, that's pretty you. good. That's pretty uh, good. Don't feel bad do about that. i a intro, um, just based off my perspective. And number one thing you should know is that he's an amazing and almost the best person in oh, the world. Uh, almost the best. <laughs> almost the best. It's okay. Well, I'm making room for the future. Oh, it's okay. Don't worry. I, I would never, ever consider myself near the top. Oh, uh, well, he's modest, which again makes him the best. Um, <laughs> and he's actually part of, um, as if you guys follow our podcast we're very much um uh most of us uh jenny alex and i were part of like the urban hip-hop dance community right but i i and you know if you listen to the podcast but i'm also part of the salsa latin dance community and i was so happy and excited to finally bring nick around because he's from that same community as well so sharing that perspective and and i think knowing him from there beyond just dancing wise and that he's such an amazing dancer that he's also a great guy and then like I, i i actually like my community because it gives me the chance to meet people like Nick and then and then having this podcast was again being able to develop that sense of community and that growth and that deep sense of like bonding and connection that I know um, we do very well but I know Nick does very well and I, I know that because he also has a podcast called Sonisa Podcast right uh, and it's about our dance community so if you've ever cared about like salsa or if you've ever wanted to try and if you want to think about like well, what is it like, right? Like, it, uh, follow Nick, right, on his podcast, and he'll tell you more about it. Yes. But it's very much all about, like, things to look out for, deep, meaningful issues, you know? So you really feel you're part of something. Yeah, just this is a general review for that. It's just a, a podcast just for the dancers. I want, mm-hmm. I want people to feel comfortable with the dancing that mm-hmm. we have and the community we have to feel comfortable in expressing themselves and learning what they want to do without you know, any of these problems that are sometimes coming in here, here, here and there in our community. Right. So, yeah. And so that's why, like, it was perfect. Like, um, his thoughtfulness, uh, we just wanted to bring him on because I know that he will have definitely something amazing to bring to our podcast and everything that's going. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, right off the bat, let's get started. Yeah. yeah. And today's emotion that uh, Nick's resonates with the most is judgment. Boom! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> And I mean, yeah, I get it. It's a hard one. Yeah, hard one. you get it. It's like judgment, and it's tough. And so I hopefully everyone, yeah, let's, let's, let's get started and get a listen. Yeah. All right. So, Nick, um, here's the first question I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um, when do you feel the most judged? Um, if I have to talk, if I have to think of current day, then I would feel like I've, I feel like I'm the most judged when I'm talking about a career or what I want to do with my life. Um, because a lot of people, you know, I'm getting closer to the age of 30. I believe you two are already above that age. 
Um, right? I'm, or I'm you're 27. Almost... <laughs> 27? Oh, never mind. I forget. I forget. Uh, I, I know. Okay. We it's just met, so I don't. I didn't know you. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. It seems you're you're wise beyond your yeah. years. Yeah. So it's a, I have a 65 year old. No, he's stuck in a 27 year old body. Very much. Oh goodness. But no, it's fine. So you'll understand just as much as I do that all the pressure that people put on us for being younger and wanting to have our lives figured out by age 30. Yeah, I've experienced that a lot. I actually had that mindset for sure no doubt like i i remember when um like i actually put that mindset on myself like i needed to have everything said my life complete by age 30 so i know i i definitely resonate and understand that yeah and that's that's the uh, that's definitely a feeling that i have a lot uh, and i definitely have felt a lot ever since i finished college i graduated back in 2015 and i've been working at a gas station since mm. and it's something that's troubled me for a long time because you know it's uh even though i i graduated and i got a degree in something that's like very challenging engineering right, right, supposed right. to guarantee money and all this stuff but over the years it, it the, one of the reasons why i didn't do it is because i felt i judged myself for thinking like oh i don't think i'm good enough to do this and i and uh at first that that's where it stemmed from but then i realized like oh maybe it was a good thing that i maybe didn't go into it right away because I would have jumped into something that maybe didn't make me happy. Mm-hmm. And so, but still even now, um, you know, four years removed from college, I, uh, anytime I bring up my, uh, you know, what I'm doing with my life or what I want to do um, and, you know, closing to the age of 30, like, you know, uh, feeling judged, uh, not maybe even sometimes not directly, maybe it's in, even in my own head uh, of thinking that other people are judging me because I don't have a, a, a set path for me. Mm-hmm. Right. right, And I think, uh, man, like we talk about a lot about the podcast about this idea of like the path and understanding like uh, versions of happiness and in doing so. Right. Yeah. Like judgment uh, becomes so like uh, it, like it's like the bricks of that path at times. It's like making sure like, am I really doing the right thing? With my mm-hmm. life? Am I doing the things that I'm supposed to be doing? Am I really happy? And um, and then you really start thinking about like how am I why am I feeling so judged at this certain point like um, and we we kind of think of it as like oh we have to reach these markers um, so I'll, to almost escape judgment to be beyond yeah. reproach and beyond reprieve and like look at me like if anything I am the standard in which others should be judged yeah. and uh, but then ultimately it sucks because every everyone's path really is just different and separate and distinct and it's so hard to kind of acknowledge that because sometimes when you like we talk about like yeah like a path that everyone goes on you 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 have the comfort of knowing like oh people have gone on this path before yeah right and um you know it can lead to success Mm -hmm. and it's like okay like i know what i know what the path looks like but when you start building your own path you don't know where it may lead or where it may go. Yeah. And then other people who are on the older path or a different path, they look at your path and think like, where are you going? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You're like, what you spend like all these years in school and <laughs> yeah, training right. to do and not, then like you don't end up doing it or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's like, that's like, that's, but it's like your, it's your journey and it's very much like, Oh, but, and it sucks because sometimes judgment doesn't necessarily come from like, it's like almost the negative form of care. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, I care for you, so that's why you should not be messing up your life like this. Yeah, and so, like, I definitely understand that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's, uh, you know, a lot of times you tend to have the biggest amount of judgment from, like, the, you know, five to ten people that are closest to us, our parents, our, right. our, our partners, you know, our siblings. And, 
that's where, you know, it always gets difficult because, you know, it makes you feel bad for the things they're saying, but they're honestly just looking out for you. And so that's why, like, it's also important to, like, as, as I've gotten older and as I've gotten, like, more thoughtful about it, I've also learned not to judge back, like, I, like to have more, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, uh, or just compassion or understanding, yeah. more empathy, like, where are they coming from? Like, they right. really just care about you. That's why they're telling you these right. things, and at least the people who are close right. to you. Right, and it's like, yeah, and then I think about that in very much the same way, and I know Alex thinks about this, like, um, like people care, it's just they care in their way. Yeah, like, and then but then sometimes when the discrepancy is there, it's like yeah. it's very tough, and like we see it very much in the most classic way, which is parent and, and child dynamic, where it's like you know like the parent wants you to live your life this way, but the child doesn't want that life, mm-hmm. and vice versa, and you're yeah. like you're yeah. fighting for it, it's like a con- it's a conflict of interest, yeah, yeah. definitely, yeah, and I, I, some of that I, I definitely feel like is also just because uh you know a lot of people try to project like the average thing that you know Mm -hmm. most people see as successful like whether you make more money or own a house Mm -hmm. or have a you know a big whatever family the the basic standard quote-unquote american dream yeah and and i feel like sometimes uh and i've gotten a little better at this uh, over the years but at at the beginning i I felt really bad because uh, i don't want a lot of those things like Mm -hmm. i don't Mm. like i'm i'm very minimalistic with the things i want in my life like i i I don't care about owning a home i don't care about being married i don't i don't care about you know having uh, a six-digit salary like i i I, if i did something i really liked i would be happy making you know only a five like you know a forty thousand dollars a year as long as it's something that makes me happy yeah and i felt like you know, internally, I felt like I, I, if I ever came out with it, I'd be judged for not wanting what I, what everyone else wants. Right, mm. and there's like yeah, and like it's funny because like I know, it's it's tough to kind of express such a vulnerable thing about like well, like what does what makes you happy? And then it's like oh, if I say things like, oh, what makes me happy is just staying at home and not interacting with anybody. Be like you're such a weirdo. I'm like okay, then I won't ever say that. Yeah, <laughs> and then or vice versa, like the quirks that you are. And that's, it sucks because it's like the best, sometimes those are the best parts of us. Yeah. And we're ashamed to put them out there and to develop them. And then sometimes I think like all the times I worried about like upsetting someone else or having the hassle of them judging me and then like, and then just being like, oh man, like, and then how constricting I felt and how I could have been developing, you know, like a better sense of self with that. But then I also think like that's that's if you really know who you are when you have to when you face an obstacle and then you're willing to fight and design and whatever it may be for it. Yeah, and and that's the thing like a lot of that takes uh or deals with a lot of self-awareness, understanding mm-hmm. yourself and a lot of people especially when we're young, we're not very good at that. <laughs> no, we don't no. not even a little bit. I mean like that's the time where we actually build upon our self-awareness if anything. Yeah. I feel mean, like you're yeah. just yeah, and then like man, like I talk about like in the podcast a lot like education and like yeah. school and it's like you're too busy just trying to survive school to know anything about yourself. Yeah. And then, and it's just like okay, like I know I can write, but what would I even write about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and some of that comes to the pressure of like, you know, having to feel like, we're, you know, especially from our parents and stuff, like you need to get everything done as soon as possible, you know, primarily in your 20s or in 30s mm-hmm. when, when, you know, sometimes you have to like honestly turn that question around and it's just like, okay, you're 55. Are you happy? <laughs> yeah. Like, are you where you want to be? Exactly. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's, and it's understandable because again, not judging them either, like, at, like understanding they come from a, 
from a, a, a you know a background or they were raised in, in an environment where you know 60 was old right. and mm-hmm. you know you know and so 30 was like you're halfway done with your life already at that right. point mm-hmm. and us now it's just like 30 we're not even like a third of the way right. there yet you see like, yeah. things like 30 is the new 20 or like you yeah. know like yeah, yeah we're like whatever it may be yeah. it's a, it's a, it's definitely a new status quo because like also during you know the past time periods that they've had you know they had to deal with other current world world events you know mm-hmm. whether it be like um, in the 60s, you know, yeah. where they had a, had wars and stuff like that, Vietnam War, or like maybe even older generations where they had like World War II, the Great Depression, that sort of thing, where like they were so taught and raised on saving so much money as they can and not spend it. Or during the baby boomers age where like they're living in quote unquote their best era so they can spend on whatever they want. And they were just, you know, living life to the fullest. Right. Yeah. So. And, and that's one of the things, like, we, we have to take the time to understand. We're living in the best time to be alive. Like, right. the, the resources we have, you know, like, yeah, things are all, there's always bad things in the world. Sure. But, but, but we have so much time. Like, we will live such a long life. Like, we worry so much about getting certain things done by a certain time frame. And, right. and it sucks to feel judged because, you know, what if we, we don't do all that stuff? Mm-hmm. And, and so, yeah, that's something I've definitely, um, I feel like I've I've done the most progress in understanding not to judge myself and not to um, I guess put in my head that other people are judging me because I'm not doing what society wants me to do mm-hmm. and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, and it's like it's, it's and I think it's always funny because I think when we think about judgment, we really don't think about it in the way it actually sometimes is. For me, it's like you think someone is like going to be like the most obnoxious form of judgment but sometimes it's people you care about and like when they when they say something that they don't agree with or they're judging you they they just kind of like you can sense like oh i'm being judged because they turn away or they say Mm. oh interesting or like you know it's like okay it's like you know like they're trying to be nice to you but at the same time they don't agree with you and i think the expectation of that is is tough because Mm. i think a lot of times we do things and a lot of the times we hope we're doing things solely for ourselves, yeah. for our growth and our development. But we really wish that people, we really wish to be around people who understand that yeah. and who can support us and, and, yeah. and really develop that. But when we find out that the people that you've been around with for all your life aren't sometimes those people, it's like the toughest thing to kind of deal with. Oh, and yeah. we see yeah. that in like, and, and, and vice versa. Like, I'll be the first to admit, like, someone says something to me and I'm like, oh, like that's startling to me or that's very different or that's very hard and I used to have prior judgments but now like I think about like okay like why am I thinking the way I'm thinking like what is going on and it helps me give insight like especially like older generations version of happiness is very different from our generation's version of happiness for so many different reasons and to to think like okay like I should transplant that version of happiness onto myself in this current environment that's why a lot of times I feel like we're in a society filled with a lot of like odd forms of depression like it's yeah. like numerous forms of sadness and yeah. like um because it's just it doesn't make sense it doesn't transplant well mm-hmm. yeah it doesn't yeah while it is like the best time like now we we have our hardships and those little differences right mean almost the world sometimes about understanding what your path is going to be 
where you're yeah. going to go and all that thing. Yeah, and and I think that's why one of the reasons why I really like your podcast because you're putting you bring a lot of awareness to emotions and thoughts that you know mm-hmm. we don't talk enough about. Like, yeah, like it's the greatest time to be alive as far as like physically, and you yeah. know we have all the resources and stuff, but mentally we're still pretty bad. Like, uh, <laughs> in fact, like it's been getting pretty pretty bad in mm-hmm. in a lot of places. Like, I think if I remember correctly, suicide rates have gone up recently. Yeah. Or no, really? Or no, no, no. I think. Well, that's the thing. Like, I don't think it's gone up. I think just the the mention of it has gone mm-hmm. up more. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are more publicly feeling judged because uh, social media is, like, here. Right. And so, you know, it, it, we get that issue of, like, you know, you, you get the person who, like, posts a, a photo on Instagram. And if it doesn't get as many likes as it did last time, right, then they don't like delete it yeah. off because they care about what other people and think. And that's becoming the reason, like, why suicide rate is becoming an awareness because of the whole judgment factor yeah. of social yeah. media. Yeah, well, some well, it's it's the it's the current stage of the way it is now. Like, mm-hmm. social media is just the newest way of the the way we all stay in huh. the mentality of high school because that's it's always been like that. Like, obviously, even before social media, we had you know, you know, you you'd have like your your rank of like you know how important you were in the school, you know, mm-hmm. or, or like you know you would you would uh, you would still have like all the same people talking behind your back and all this other stuff. So there's still forms of judgment that in in you know yeah. encapsulates your your friend group it just got large yeah it just got to a larger scale technology right? yeah I, I didn't i never thought that would be a huge factor no yeah, i mean wow. i mean i i like i when i think about that line of connection yeah it makes sense to me like you really can't help but to think like yeah with more like things to be compared yeah. you're going to you're the the you're gonna feel more judged in, yeah. in relation you're gonna yeah. be like i used to be like oh like i'll give you an example like you you think you're like um, and we'll go with one that's very common. Like you think you're like the best dancer because like you're in your single class and you're like, okay, like I'm like, I feel like I'm, I'm doing well in this class. But then now like you go to, you turn on your computer and you realize oh, I ain't nothing. Yeah. And it's really sad or yeah. whatever it is. And then you, you, the more comparisons, the wider that pull, you really got to see like your relation to things. Mm-hmm. And it's good if you have like strong spirit of like, okay, like, I can I can reach those points. I can be that person. I can get onto the top of the seat. But for some people, they think like, "Wow, this is too much. Like, I can't." And then, yeah. And you start to really go inward on yourself, and you think like, "I can't. I won't. I I won't be able to." And I think that's really tough because that's intimidating, yeah. and you feel like you know like. And then again, the thing is like you're judging others, but vice versa, when you judge others, you are essentially also putting vulnerable to judging yourself. Yes. Like it's like, oh, that person's so dope. This person's like whatever, but you're also being like, oh, like if that person saw me, they'd be like, oh, you're whatever, and like vice versa. Like it's a very two way street in that mm, in a okay. sense. So yeah, you, you're vulnerable into that particular area. Yeah, because it's it's so much, and like you mentioned, it's so much easier to see like things of people having quote unquote better situations or better right. lives than you. Right. Like, mm-hmm. and it, it can go from somebody you don't even know, somebody just randomly saw on like you know on your feed or whatever mm-hmm. on social media, mm-hmm. or it can you know you have more. Uh, more connections with even some of the people you're close to and you, you you know you start comparing yourself like oh you know they're traveling this one friend is traveling all the time right. i wish i had oh, that yeah. life the travel life but yeah. you don't think beyond the photo of like what if like even though they get the luxury of of traveling but then really deep down they're still very unhappy right what if, what if they're more unhappy than you are right like it's like and you yeah and you think about like the only they've essentially sometimes and i worry about this like i have a theory like they store all of their happiness in digital form only right like it's just like i only want to have happiness to show others oh yeah they put their they put their happiness as 
towards other people as their center of happiness, not themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, and in doing so, they also kind of like do it in a sort of like, let me demonstrate to you that I'm living a really great life. But in reality, like I think what Nick is saying, like it could be like it's very hollow and it's, yeah. it's only yeah. meant to be put on screen. It's yeah. not so really painful. meant to be yeah. like meaningful to them. Yeah. Or it's it's it a is. perception of happiness, yeah, it's, not yeah. true happiness. Right. And that's, that's so painful to see. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, and, but you, you think to yourself like, remember, like you put that out there, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, one, if that's not who you really are, but you want to show that, mm-hmm. right? It's like I, it's like hard to understand blame in this scenario mm-hmm. because it's like, why did that person decide that they wanted to show like their best life and happiness? Is mm-hmm. it because they saw someone else's best life and happiness and they thought like, oh, I need to do that too and I'm going to do whatever I can to do that? Mm-hmm. But then vice versa, when you do that, someone else could be looking at that life and being like, oh, I need to do the same thing. So it perpetuates in kind of like a yeah. kind of like this hollow sense. And like you're constantly judging each other, but almost in a very narrow windowed kind of extent. Mm. It's just like, well, I've, this is a, your only Instagram. I don't actually see that person in real life. And no. they could be like, no makeup, like just binge smoking, like no. whatever or whatever. It's just like just depressed or sad or whatever it is. Like, yeah, just constantly looking at their phone, hoping that they'll get quote unquote this moment. Like, yeah. And I think that's part of the problem with like your, your, your own self-judgment is, mm-hmm. and this is where it gets really interesting to talk to people. Like, you know, it's, it's hard to like have somebody tell you that you're not good enough because of X, Y, and Z, whether mm-hmm. they're meaning it in a bad way or not. Um, the reason that hurts as much is because a lot of people put, a pe- you know, put likeness and and likes and uh, you know mm-hmm. good comments on like on a pedestal, and that's why mm-hmm. like sometimes I feel like when you're like even so, for example a good uh, example is uh, somebody who's physically attractive right. and they're told their entire life that you're 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 beautiful, you can mm-hmm. get whatever done just right. because you look a certain way, but then internally. Anytime something terrible happens, like now they feel like, you know, that that made them feel entitled. Like I should deserve this because I get all this praise. Right. So like I feel like one of the one of the ways that you you kind of can help mitigate some of that is to like think about uh, casting even just like that that positive reinforcement because that's also making the negative reinforcement just right. as bad. Right. Um, hmm. And so that yeah, that's like yeah, and it's like very much yeah. I can, that I, I feel like I've met that person. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like you 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 lived a very blessed life to the point where it, like you can't handle like, and then you and it's like it's weird because it's like a path that's a little bit like, and this is me kind of like in in, in that realm of judgment. It's like I sometimes feel sorry for people who don't have uh, certain types of struggles in their life. Yeah, yeah, and it's just like because like I I wish for right a greater sense of happiness but that comes with struggle and being yeah. able to you know fight in within your character you know but at the same time it's like it seems so mean to kind of be like one judging an individual like that and two wishing another person like hey you should be doing that and so on and so forth but, yeah well, and, then, and then yeah you kind of bring that self-judgment into yourself and like again it's it's tough because it's one of the most natural things to do mm-hmm. is to judge. Like, that's how we survive as a species. Like I don't eat this and I eat this and I'll live. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like I'm making yeah. judgment calls and whatever it is. But when I think sometimes we make judgment calls on just wrong information. Yeah. Like, or oh, just incorrect absolutely. or misleading information. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, or we, we jump to conclusions because of incomplete information. Yeah. yeah. Like there's two, there's a lot of information about one certain thing, but there's always going to be a group of people who follow the most like the littlest detail and just point out oh I'm not doing that because of this mm-hmm. but when there's so many counter examples of this yeah. they're just so narrow minded on just that one topic and not listening to all these other studies and researchers yeah. it's like I like bringing back to the whole um, the, the, the um, 
the vaccine the vaccine oh, yes. right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah where yeah. people people are so focused on listening to oh it'll create you know autism towards mm-hmm. my kid or like it'll do something bad to my kid if you give right, them right. these sh- these vaccine vaccines uh vaccine, vaccine uh, shots yeah um but then there's already studies of of the percentage rate of what of how of of that actually happening mm-hmm. and it's a really low chance right but people just don't want to take the risk on it because yeah. they f- they think it's still going to happen regardless right yeah and, and go ahead oh i was going to say well just to, to go with that yeah it's just the confirmation bias people right. don't want to believe something that doesn't aff- like reaffirm what they already naturally believe and and that like it doesn't feel right yeah well yeah. not only that it's just because some especially when you go really hard and you're super vocal and public about it a lot of people and it goes back into judgment like people are too prideful that they don't want to change their mind right. because they're afraid of people calling them out on like you know their like, shit like to for, even admit to yourself you were wrong yes mm-hmm. a lot of people are very terrible and like it is it, and then that's the toughest thing to realize in yourself like you you to make a judgment call like that right or wrong mm-hmm. and when it regards to a person that's probably one of the most pivotal like choices you'll make about what's going on in your life like mm-hmm. i i did the right thing i did the wrong thing yeah. i i'm like i lived my life the right way i lived my life the wrong way and like people in in how they react in those decisions is like very very important mm-hmm. in all yeah. that sense mm. well, and, but even going to that like i feel like too many people you know, judge yourself too much with the decision they made. Like it's a it's a decision yeah. you made already. Like yeah. you can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. What you need to do is do the best you can. And like in whenever you're faced with another situation like that where, you know, you're choosing between X, Y, and Z or whatever, you know, make the best decision for with the information you have. And you can't judge yourself afterwards because you didn't know. You right. made the best decision you could in that moment. And that's, and, and that's all you can do. That's the best you can do. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't you shouldn't hold yourself accountable for something you didn't know. Yeah, like hindsight 2020 is yeah. all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so like exactly. yeah, you can't look back into the past and think, oh, I could have done better. You know, like, yeah, I, I do that all the time with myself. I'm like, could 20-year-old version, knowing what he knew, would he have like, like, could he have really made a better decision than the one he had done? And it's like, no. Like, sometimes it's most of the time. It's most of the time. It's like, no. Like, I would have made that decision a hundred times over. Yeah. Like, um, with the information that I had or how I was when I was uh, back in that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And who knows, like, what if that, like, difference in, in choice, like, who knows if that was the better decision or not? Like, you know, what if, you know, for, for all intents and purposes, like, you went down that path and you made that different decision? Um, for example, like, if you're trying to be healthier and, like, you know, mm-hmm. decided to vaccinate yourself, what if, like, literally the day right after you got vaccinated, you got hit by a car? <laughs> like, there's no way of knowing that. Right, like, there's right. absolutely no way of knowing just because what if that one singular decision changed the entire, ar- like, outcome of your entire life? Like, you don't know. Be happy that you're still alive and you you get to make more choices. Mm-hmm. That's very true. The more choices we make um, leads us to have um you know it kind of leads us in the direction where we want us to go. Yeah. Um, rather than being compared by the results that's already been given to us, it's more yeah. important that it's just a part of our lives. And that's something that me and uh, Cedric we were talking about earlier in our other podcast mm-hmm. that it's not um it's not it's not the results that that decides our life. It's the it's the constant decisions that we make yeah. and we move how we move forward from yeah them. definitely yeah because i think yeah i think it's branching off that right like 
I think judgments have a way of petrifying like our like our, our ability to live with our life or move on with our lives or move forward in our lives. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I don't know what will happen if I no. do this, if I do that, what if people say this, what if people say that? And like you're worried about the judgments of this or judgments of that. And then while you're while you're just debating and thinking, right, you get just stuck in a place. And for a long time that's where I was. I would just be like I don't know if this is where I want to be. Like, I don't know if I want to teach here. I don't know if I want to do this or do that. And like, I would just be like, but then meanwhile, time moves forward. Yeah. Right? Like, time, like, you know, your life goes on. And after a while, you have to realize like, no matter what, just making the decision is just really important. Yeah. Right or wrong. Yeah. You know, like, at least you, you, you have the skill set to do so. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you, you, and then again, yeah. don't judge yourself looking back. Yeah. You know, because again, you, you have to do, you have the best information at the time and you had to yeah. just do something. Right. right? And we're going to move on to the next question, which is when was the last time you caught yourself judging someone, Nick? Um, I feel like mm, I'm trying to think of when's the last time I judged somebody. Um, well, I think recently I've, I've been having a lot of conversations with a lot of friends and family um, uh, members who talk about their bad relationships with their family. And uh-huh. um, like I it was a I was judging them mostly on the fact that I that there's there's a clear decision on what you sh- you should do sometimes when you're in a situation like that. You should sure. remove yourself from the situation. Uh-huh. But that's obviously not knowing. And, and, I, and I know that like I, I can understand. Uh, I knew that I was like being a little judgmental because, you know, uh, I don't know the entire situation. I don't know if, like how uh, easily it would be to like move out of the house or, you know, live or whatever, you know, because like, you know, your relationships matter. Um, with your family and stuff like that right. um, and so I, I understood that I did that but and again it just came back to understanding I was looking out with what was best uh, what, what I thought was best for them but I obviously don't know and so I know never to impose that on them I just knew I was thinking about right. it at the time and so they and I think we've all kind of like in relationships like a specifically like the one situation I always think about and I think is always like a uh, like a, a modern day moral dilemma of sometimes that we think about it's like characterized when in the relationship between Rihanna and Chris Brown mm-hmm. like when Rihanna and Chris Brown were together and then you saw Rihanna just beat up yeah you know beat beat up and stuff like that and then um, everyone had a very clear opinion about it. and I understand where that opinion comes from yeah. right and she's like you need to break up with him like you need to get kick him to the curb that's yeah. it like no he's like a punk or whatever it is but then she stayed for a little bit longer, yeah. right? And then she said that like, you know, like, look, I'm not a role model. Like I'm not here to like live my life according to the masses. I'm yeah. here to live for me, yeah. you know? And then people, the, the backlash on her was pretty bad. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like you're supporting abuse, you know, yeah. you're doing whatever it may be. But again, like the situation sometimes is just so much more complicated yeah. than we like to be because what I think we, we tend to think about when we judge people are the facts. Yeah. But we don't, what we don't like to consider is the, like the emotional side of yes. what's happening to a situation or what's occurring. Like, yes, the facts are like Chris like, abused her physically and it led to obviously bruises and pain. But we don't know, like one, how much like what he was feeling to get there what she was feeling when it was happening, yeah. what she's feeling for him afterwards, you know, does she feel like, does she feel victimized? Yeah. Like, oh, he is a jerk, but is she scared to leave because of if he, she tries to leave? 
or is she like she does she feel like she doesn't want to leave because it's like he hit me because you know like he's so damaged and i can fix him yeah you know like uh or you know like you know like oh that's the way like i remember another story where an individual it was like um it was someone uh, he was talking to somebody from like some country i think in africa and again this is not like something to be judged about but this is what the individual said who was from that country because he had like um he was like and then it's all like he was talking about like um like he was the guy was talking about abuse again yeah. to, mm-hmm. to the um uh, about his spouse and then the guy my friend was saying like you can't do that that's not okay and then the guy says well like well how do you show her you love her if you don't do that and then it's like oh my god the discrepancies of difference there right and then again it's very like unfortunately right like it's kind of cultural in that sense yeah right and we and we think about that and we think about how to best move forward like and like it sucks because like you nick me alex i think we're all very supportive people yeah but sometimes right like our moral ethic gets in the way of like being more supportive or like sometimes people want to shoulder the crown yeah but then you think to yourself like is that really the best course of action to dealing with your situation? Mm, yeah. And you make a judgment call on that particular yeah. sense or whatever. Yeah, because like there are situations where you, it'll help, it'll probably make them feel better that, you, that you're using, that you're being the shoulder to cry on, but will that help make the situation better for them? Right. Yeah. And then so, but then you think, you know, like that's what they just need now. Or like, where do you where do you put it? Do you try to fix the situation according to you? Do you just help the sort of like subject that's in the situation, which is the victim, right? Mm-hmm. Um, do you take it out of her hands or his hands, and you go personally to the perpetrator? You know, you say something, right? I know that you talk about that a lot in like um, so you said a lot like a yeah. sexual assault, yeah, and, helping out with that, right? And then it's like it's like, but then sometimes you know, uh, victims don't want to come forward, yeah. and like, is it our job to? goat them to do so yeah that's a very tricky subject especially yeah because like a, you right. never understand 100% the situation exactly. of, of something that's going on unless you're personally involved and it's you um, and so that's always a difficult thing to know and so that's why like sometimes I don't I try not to get involved unless I absolutely have to because mm-hmm. obviously somebody's physical well-being sometimes that does take a, a toll but um, you know sometimes removing someone's choice to do something is robbing them from a greater lesson or a greater right. growth mm. in them as a person mm-hmm. so right. um, like you know if for example being in an abusive relationship uh, just because you remove you know in that example if you even if you physically remove that person from that physical relationship mm-hmm. then you know what's to say it's not going to happen again because they can defend themselves the first time what makes right. them think that they're capable of defending themselves right. the second time not stand perhaps like on their own yeah like and stuff like that and so like you make these snap judgments sometimes based off like lines and moral ethics, but I think people need to realize that no matter what your judgment may be, I don't think it'll ever be perfect. It'll never be ideal because you don't have all of the facts. You don't know what's going to go on. Mm-hmm. You hope for the best, you hope for the but best. your best has to be realistic to what's going on. Like yeah. the best is not like, oh, they're going to come to you one day, hug you and be like, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. Like you, you the best is like, well, they're they're not hurt anymore. Yeah. And, you know, like and they may not like you as much as you, you they used to because mm-hmm. you got in the way of being you, you made a judgment that they yeah. didn't agree with or mm-hmm. whatever it may be. But mm-hmm. sometimes that's just realistic in that sense. But you you have to think about, well, I did it for maybe perhaps 
a greater good or you felt it was necessary, you yeah. know, like a judgment needed to be made. Mm -hmm. and it's like, yeah, you know, and the situation is deteriorating badly in, in your eyes, whatever it may be. Yeah, for that kind of stuff, I just always so, like that's where I feel like it's more supportive to just surround the person with, uh, you know, a lot of positive reinforcement and a lot of um, if they ask for it, like, you know, or wherever you can squeeze it in, um, you know, any kind of help you can give them as far as maybe advice if they want it mm -hmm. and then letting them make the choice as uh, you know and giving and giving that opportunity as much as you can until it's obviously absolutely necessary and you have to step in but um but yeah because like you know some they these people need to grow out of that situation the reason they're locked into that situation is you know they're 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 dealing with a lot of things and they need to grow everyone needs to understand that they're capable of doing a lot more than what they think they're capable of doing now um just know that you know some of these especially difficult things take time and you need to practice like you know you don't you don't uh you don't just get better magically at like right. it's like it's you know it's like it's like getting it's like getting healthy uh right. physically right. it's like you don't you don't just magically wake up with an with a six pack and like right. a, you know giant arms you do a push-up right. the first day yeah right. and you then need, you do two push-ups right. the next day oh. and then you know and you figure cool. out your way right like but that you can't sit and wait for the goodness to happen mm -hmm. yeah I mean, like the whole saying that good things happen to people who wait. It's mm -hmm. it's really it's really about good things happens to people who who seek it out, who work, who work, yeah, yeah. yeah. who work and are patient. Yeah, yeah. like and mm -hmm. then what's tough about that phrase is like sometimes you you like because like you know you're, you because I think all of us now have an understanding of what patience kind of really means. Mm -hmm. uh, but sometimes when you hear other people, it's like, hey, and you tell them, like, you just have to be patient. And they think, like, shut up. <laughs> like, I don't want to like, wait. What does that mean? Yeah, it's, like, I don't like, I don't, it's like, I've been patient. And I'm like, ha like, yeah. it's like the reality is it's like, it's like certain things like you're, especially like in your 20s, like it happened to me in my 20s. Like a change in development about being the person that I am today, like and being happy with, like being happy with yourself, right, takes time. But it, it doesn't, it's not like, sometimes it's time not in like milestones or like, sometimes you're just aimless and you yeah. have to spend time in that. Yeah. And it's just like, you realizing like, oh, is, is anything I'm doing really going to help or do anything like that? And it's just like, okay. And you're just like, I, I tell people this, like, like the days of like, the days of like, um, like struggles being dragons and like major battles and yeah. heroes and stuff like that it's kind of almost faded away like your battles now are sometimes just boredom it's like it's idleness it's like sitting with yourself and knowing that maybe you're not gonna be what you thought you were gonna be yeah mm -hmm. and like that and then in fighting that battle it's not gonna be like dramatic actions that are going to give you quick results yeah it's going to be slow meticulous painstaking even torturous things yeah. you're doing you're like, mm -hmm. oh. yeah. like when you explain that whole thing to me uh cedric <laughs> it just reminds me of the movie of the movie uh adaptation of beowulf oh the movie adaptation of the, beowulf? the one with, with uh, angelina jolie yeah with angelina jolie <laughs> like that whole entire scenario where Beowulf thought he was like the best warrior alive and like he was here to slay the like the dragon and the, and the demon and stuff like that um but like and then it just goes towards the scene of him actually failing to do that and taking a different objective <laughs> yeah and like like it's 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 that whole like aesthetic look of trying to 
to to feel complete to feel amazing about it but really understanding the point that that you're not you know like that's something that you gotta be be aware about and really understand your 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 weaknesses Mm -hmm. and so on and so forth so um but but yeah like i think what i feel like what will help people who um who feel that they're being judged or being um, judgmental about certain things is, is really about really understanding your experiences and really understand that it's okay to be vulnerable in those situations. Um, I think that's something that I had to learn the hard way. Like, yeah, people will judge you all the time. And, and, and for me, I had to understand and learn that it's just a grain of salt. Like, yeah. like, you know, the funniest thing like that happened to me um, the other day while I was working, because um, I also work as a um, a battery service provider, which uh, um, you know changes people's car batteries and you know changes their tires and like get their keys out of the car because I work with AAA, mm-hmm. um, and like I didn't know what the what the situation was going on because there was a a Garden Grove um, pl- um, like city plum plumbing services or like garden grove uh um like city environment department where they're trying to make the roads nice or like um make sure the water's working or something like that and like he was at a crosswalk you know yeah. we with all the stop signs and stuff like that mm-hmm. and he was just doing the whole you know moving thing and every like directing people where to go and stuff like that yeah and then <laughs> like i was just you know waiting my turn but like there was no cars around but like i was just waiting my turn patiently you know yeah. like all right, is he going to direct me to go somewhere or should I go myself? So I just kind of waited for a bit and see what the scenario played out. Mm-hmm. And then he was just like, like, just looking directly at my face and he got mad. He was like, go! And he started moving, like directing me to the direction where I was trying to go. And like my, my, uh, my window was down and then he was like, dumbass. I was like, I'm just gonna keep driving. I don't want to be near you right now. <laughs> and like in the back of my head, I was just like, "He must be having a bad day." Yeah, <laughs> I think that's the perspective helps yeah. so much. It does. Yeah, and so I think that's just important to, if you can, if you're capable, right? Like, mm-hmm. to, uh, for me, like, I, 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 I don't know why I think Terry Crews is like the best person in the world. Oh, he's great. <laughs> yeah, he's he's great. so great. Like he's because so great. like he's like so like 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 he's such a like what you don't expect for some reason right and with it and i love it and and so he'll he said this phrase like the key to energy is gratitude and i like so the way he kind of like said that i'm like oh and then so i i devised like oh like a similar saying where it's like the key to patience is perspective yes right like if you can understand another person's perspective you start to build immediate patience for another person yeah and then in that case right like from doing the doing so when you understand perspective when you can right when you're able to just try to imagine what perhaps could lead to that action from their eyes or their situation you don't just develop patience you really develop an ability to not necessarily judge yeah. like harshly or like abrasively yeah. or you know sometimes what i would consider almost idiotically yeah. uh, because you you have like you're willing to have more information inform that judgment mm-hmm. yeah inform that feeling it's less of a guess at that point yeah yeah and then it's like okay like i'm, I'm gonna and, and again i what i feel is like when you understand that you gain so much more benefit than if you did not do it if you did not consider that perspective but i will admit there are times where it's like you just got to go through mm-hmm. yeah. and um 
you you can't be inundated with ultimate perspectives yes everybody right has a valid perspective at times but for a thing to be done or for for action to be done sometimes it's just you gotta go to a course of action and that was my negotiation for the longest time i was like overly considerate at a point oh i was like oh like overly accommodating to the point where i was being stretched in a million different ways and it was a lot of that judgment yeah it was a lot of like well what if it's like oh if i'm not here what will they say about me yeah like if i don't do this if i don't do that you know like what will will people think am i really a good person at that point and stuff like that yeah i think not enough people are willing to to do things that that put themselves through like those difficulties and also just there are people a lot afraid of feeling like a failure for making the wrong decision and i think people need to understand that that those failures are the things that help you bro and you know you need to be comfortable with losing if you don't feel comfortable with making the wrong decision you'll never get anything done because you'll never take the risk to do something that for all you know is the best thing you could have done Mm -hmm. right right because you don't know if it's a wrong decision if you if well if you don't have a knowledge about something that makes you put in yourself in the situation that's a wrong decision you have to take a risk on what the outcome will be yeah, not only that, but I, I like like how, how you brought up Terry Crews and his whole like idea of like you know gratefulness and and humility and uh, yeah, like sometimes you have to also learn to be comfortable to admit, hey, I made the wrong call right. and be open about that. Like I made a mistake. Cool. Mm-hmm. Let's keep going. Let's keep mm-hmm. going. Or like, but that's hard. That takes it. practice. Yeah, it takes practice and it's, humility. Yeah, it's very much a practice mm-hmm. and it's very much an unlearning sometimes of yeah. like uh, like way people how they grow up especially like males yeah and and so that's why it's tough for me sometimes to have friends that are guys because i was like it was just like i was trying to be like more emotionally thoughtful more honest more open but guys are like i don't want to talk about any of that stuff yeah that's difficult that's for blank i've I've definitely felt that too (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's just like all right yeah and it was frustrating but it's like but now i feel like you know like podcasts like this more people are starting to really understand the value and then develop and grow in a very specific way that I think is just beneficial to society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. All right. I'm going to ask this next question. Are right, you ready, Nick? Yes. All right. Here it comes. Is there any time judgment has held you back from doing something? How did you feel afterwards or maybe before or during? You know, how did um, you feel when you did it? You know, it's funny, actually, the the fact that I even have a podcast is actually a very big goal for me and a very big step for me because for um, for a long time, I've actually wanted to do stuff with social media and especially with like creating some kind of show or some platform to talk about something that I really cared about. Mm. But um, like obviously judging myself like when I was younger, because I, I had originally thought about wanting to do something, especially like on YouTube when like YouTube really exploded mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. Um, well, really, I didn't really have the thoughts of doing something with it until like back in like 2010 or something. But I just never decided to do it because i was like i don't have a camera i don't have like audio equipment i don't i judge myself for not having the The things things that that are necessary or what what we quote unquote say is necessary to make a a successful thing happen because Mm -hmm. you know people care about the quality of something and and, yeah but like that like this you got to have this and this and this because it's the standard yeah and and some and it wasn't until just recently that i i had learned to realize like hey it's not the 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 quality of like the 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 way you do it is the content itself like mm-hmm. if it isn't good no no one's gonna watch it like it's right. like it's like you know bringing up the fact that you know how many people right have, now right like, or even like now like how many people alive have have seen like the you know 
uh, Martin Luther King's speech. Right. Like, oh my god! Right, like, it's not in black and white. Yeah. It's not in HD. Right. You know, but it's, yet, but yet, millions of people have watched it because what he said mattered. Not and uh, not like what the not, things not that was how recorded. it was shown or demonstrated yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. But what? But the interesting thing too is like the the type of content because when you think about it, anybody would watch anything. Because like back in the day, and still popular today, people go on YouTube because they like watching cats. Most <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's the thing. Like, it was like there. Yeah. So there's that argument to be said that yeah, sometimes it's just like you can just <laughs> you can just yeah you can just have cat videos and you could they could be lower quality or something like that because the content is something that generally people are connected to. Yeah. Do you, we we all have ideas about that or opinions, mm-hmm. um, but with that being said, I feel like it was important because at the time, like right now, right, there are so many more vloggers and so many like right now, like so many more podcasts, yeah, mm-hmm. right. And to say that one does uh, one better is like I think sometimes mistaken thinking because no one is quite like Alex, no one's quite like yeah, me, no one's quite like me, yeah, right, and. We think like, oh, popularity, viewership is going to equate to value, like, Mm -hmm. like, like, you know, quality and whatever it may be. But like you said, like eventually I think what I think is honestly, if you're your honest self, people resonate to that. Mm -hmm. And that should be the content of most things that you kind of do. Yeah. And another big thing that I like started focusing on um, when it came to creating content on uh, online and stuff is also like understanding like the I'm not doing this. And, uh, yeah, like thinking of like how, like how many views can I get or, mm. uh, you know, all this other like metrics of like what success is for some kind of, you know, social media thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think of the end person, the person who's listening, the person who's watching, like, mm. what will they get out of this? Oh, yeah. Like, absolutely. and, and so to me, like, I don't care if like I put something out and only two people watch it. I want to interact with the two people who watched it because they cared enough to watch it because they got value value out of it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes value is just, you know, entertainment. It could just mm-hmm. be, um, you know, watching a cat video because it's funny. And that's yeah, how, you yeah. know, it's your and form of escape. There. That's your, through the end user, there's somebody who just wants like, I just want to watch cats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. And I'm not going to judge the person who's watching, you know, whatever they watch, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. and especially my thing or whatever I do. Um, if they get, you know, if they watch it because they get something like, you know, they enjoy watching it because it's fun or whatever, and they're not really learning anything from it, then that's cool. They, and that's what they right. get. Mm-hmm. But if they're learning something from it and they would like to engage, then I would I would want to reciprocate that and engage back with them mm-hmm. because I, I'm doing this to give value back, um, to do something better than uh, just try to be famous on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Right. And the interesting thing is like I want to piggyback off of that is because because um, because um, like. For example, like people who teach dance, yeah. like like dance teachers, um, at, at like a dance studio, not like an actual school where there are already a, a, a huge amount of students going to the right. school. Yeah. Because um, like um, like whenever I went to uh, Snow Globe, which is uh, more towards like an urban style dance mm-hmm. or a hip hop kind of oriented dance. Yeah. Uh, whenever I go to the classes, like there's there's always a small group of people. Maybe there's always a big group of people, depending on the person who's teaching the class. Yeah. But I also see pe- I also see dance teachers who only has one one student or two student, um, and they just fill up that slot. And the interesting thing about that is that people um, that even if it's just one person that's taking their dance uh, their their dance lesson or two or three or anything like that, 
it creates an opportunity in those small moments to create more intimacy and more quality time with them because yeah. you're you're more able to engage with that one person rather than having to engage a huge mass amount of people so there's benefits to both sides so it's the interesting thing to see yeah but, you know it's not about it's not about how many people are taking your class or it's not about how many people are following you it's about it's about the relationship that you have with the person that you're with and how much you know um, quality time and quality effort that they can resonate with you and with them. Yeah, definitely having very specific directed things to certain people is very important because, you know, when you go very broad, very broad, it becomes very vanilla. People tune out very easily. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not, Absolutely. it's not, it's not, but when you make like chocolate flavored or, you know, you know, pistachios taking into that, the ice cream. Or chocolate I, I flavored know, pistachios yeah. with the cake. No, hey, hey, there's, there's somebody who likes but it. You can't judge them. <laughs> you can't judge them for that. If that's what they want and that's what they need and that's what works best for them, then that's the best way you can provide them value. And, mm -hmm. and so, uh, and yeah, like not judging for the way someone learns, the way someone uh, engages, the way somebody, you know, not everyone uh, likes watching videos, not everyone likes listening to things, not everyone likes reading. Every, every, some, everyone would like some mix of one or two or maybe even just, you know, maybe yeah. all of them, you know. Absolutely. And you you got to understand the people. I, I absolutely agree. Um, but yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, so we have time for one more question. Oh, here it comes, Nicholas. Here it comes, Nicholas. Um, Nick, I'm sorry. I don't know. Do you like be calling Nick or Nicholas? You know, it's funny actually. Again, it's me just not caring. Like people <laughs> oh, can call okay. me whatever they want. Like obviously, my 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 technically name is Nicolas Vicente. Oh, okay. but nobody ever pronounces it that way, and I don't really care. I used to care when I was younger, but. I've learned now that it's like, whatever, whatever people feel comfortable. It's like the whole situation in the classroom where I remember I had a friend who, uh, her name is spelled Carmen. Mm -hmm. No, Karen, Karen. And then the teacher or the substitute teacher would always pronounce her, her name Karen, but she would always be angry about it and says, it's Corinne. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, someone seems to be. Karen, a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! Puns oh, in! God. Let's freaking oh, goodness. go! <laughs> You're great. You're great. Yes. Oh my god. Alright, so um, that being said, um, last question is how have you coped with the feeling of judgment over time? How have you grown from that feeling? So one of the best ways uh, that I've learned and I feel like I've made the most progress recently is I with dealing with judgment is to face it head on. And so one of the big things that I've done recently is openly admitting a lot of the things that I do not like about myself. Oh, wow. Being very public about the things that have helped me back over the years and the things that I honest that are the thoughts that are in my head, like, you know, you know, the fact that I, I think that people judge me because of the fact that I work at a gas station and I have a bachelor's degree in computer engineering. Mm -hmm. And at first, when I first started saying that, even not even before I became public with it in social media, but just whenever I would have customers come in mm -hmm. and they would find out like I, I had a, a bachelor's degree and they're like, what are you doing here? And I felt very ashamed of myself mm -hmm. for it. But the more and more that I've learned to share that, not, not just that, but everything, the fact that I'm upset, that the fact that I'm too short or I'm too dark skinned or or I don't have the perfect set of teeth or, or, uh, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want a house and, you know, all this other stuff. The more I say it, the more and more I realize that I, I don't care about that judgment because mm -hmm. now I'm understanding, okay, people know, you know, I've removed the poison. I've removed the judgment of somebody, um, 
of, of what somebody can tell me because they already know. Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like the, uh, and I like the analogy because I heard Gary Vee mentioned it. Uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, for anybody who doesn't oh, know who he I is, love uh, is the, uh, the eight mile rule. The eight mile rule? Yeah. So if oh, you think, I haven't heard that one. If you think of the, uh, uh, the ending of the movie, um, and there's the the final rap oh, battle okay, at the okay. end. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, I remember this. Yeah, yeah I remember and, him talking about that. Yeah, yeah, and he removes the power of of his opponent uh, being able to uh, to to diss him because his entire rap was him dissing himself. Oh, and yeah. And so he's like, okay, now tell these people something they don't already know. Yeah, like tell them tell them something that they don't know about me. And then like, while well, the guy was trying to say it, uh, which his name was uh, 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 Doc. Doctor Papa or something like that. Uh, Papa, like that. Do- Papa Doc. Papa yeah, Doc. Papa Doc. Um, and uh, and like he he just grabbed the mic and he was trying to spit out something and he already took all those words out of his mouth. Yeah. Because like the whole because like they were so used to dissing each other that he wasn't ready for someone who was able to diss himself. Yeah. And so when you become like humble enough to admit the things that are holding you back, the things that make you human. Um, and the more you say that, the more comfortable you'll be with yourself and what you do, because now, no, you know, you know, there's only so much more people can say after you've already said the things that are the, the that you're most ashamed of. And then right, like they, they take away their power. Yeah. And so and that takes practice. Like, again, I build up to this. I started with just talking to like, you know, local like customers who didn't know who I was and telling them like these things that make me feel uncomfortable like Mm. sharing the fact that you know I don't I don't believe in x y and z or Mm. I don't want you know this and that or whatever and that you know I'm I'm comfortable enough with uh with uh yeah just literally if if I even if I worked in a gas station for the next 10 years I I would still feel incredibly young and grateful and knowing that I still have plenty of time to get more things done But yeah, and like I, I definitely think that uh, not enough people are are taking the step to to grow out of those mental insecurities and those you know that judgment they hold for themselves or they think people are having on them, and so not that I'm advocating like everyone needs to do exactly what I do. You have to understand what will work best for you to get you out of this. Like, but definitely, it it I believe, and it's my opinion, and I don't I don't believe that I'm 100 percent correct on this. You can have your own opinion on it. But I, I feel a lot of people would benefit from uh, sharing what's holding them back, the judgment they feel, either to a therapist, to their loved ones, you know, the people who they, you know, they feel are holding them back and just letting that poison out, letting that thing that's, that's keeping them, uh, you know, from doing the things they want to do. And again, it takes practice. It starts small. You know, you, you, we can't, uh, you know, we can't all learn to, to like you know bench press 200 pounds in like the first try like it you start by pushing 10 pounds you know you start mm-hmm. somewhere start small but you understand you take the time to really learn who you are what you want and and do it and understand that you have all the time like especially if you're if you're like us in your 20s and 30s you haven't even lived half your life mm-hmm. and like literally even half of that life was probably you like mm-hmm. not even in control of the choices you really made because you're living under your parents rules you have so much time don't worry about getting something done by the age of you know 30 or 40 right. like literally if you do it at the age of 70 mm-hmm. you'll still be proud because you got something done yeah really eliminate the that that mindset that you have to get something, you have to get something, be successful by the age of that 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 age, you yeah. know, like because that's what I thought. That's literally was my life 
literally, I had to be successful by the age of 30. I had to have a million dollars by the uh, age of 30. I, I have to be married. I have to have kids. I have to have a house because I feel like 30 is the best time to, to be that da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. But reality is, is that you don't know where life is going to take you. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really up to you and your decisions on on how you create the life that you want to create. Yeah. Um, time takes care of itself. Um, you cannot you cannot force time to move faster for yeah. you. You cannot force time to move slower for you. You have to do the things that you're able to control. And the only things you're able to control is yourself. Yes. And so, yes, definitely working and taking advantage of anything you can do and understanding that doing anything meaningful, growing from your emotional state, growing in your physical state and how, how you what you do, that all takes time. Mm-hmm. Nothing gets done in a day. You know, oh, it's like the old saying, Rome wasn't built in a day. You know, if it took you, you know, these past 30 years to, to become and learn all these toxic things that may make you you, it might take another 30 years before you get rid of that. Just know that at the end of that journey, you know, you'll you'll be much happier for it because you you, stro- you strive for something that was important to you, not to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So. Um, but yeah. So, wow. Yeah, that was great. Like. Honestly, that was like, uh, I, and I, I want to just mention like, again, Nick, it was such a pleasure for you to be here and talking about judgment because I think we all agree that this is a very prolific feeling in, in our society yeah. and the things that you're saying like immediately resonated with me and I well, hopefully with our listeners as well and I'm pretty sure with Alex, right? Um, and it's okay to know that they can be heard and I think you're such a shining example, especially the last thing that you said because it's so important that like you're able to kind of like the way you kind of deal with this sort of like feelings of judgment perhaps like the like whatever insecurities is to hit them head on but in a way that makes sense for that person and that's that's important for people like you still have you don't have to do it our way Mm -mm. but eventually we think like oh there is a way for you Mm -hmm. you just have to take time to figure that out yeah Mm -hmm. self-awareness so that's oh my god thank you so much for coming in that was really really yeah thank Thank you you for having me thank you for inviting me of course um but yeah um if you'd like to follow nicholas and his um social media oh yeah so you can find me on well facebook i'm just by my full name nicolas vicente or on instagram which is just uh my initials nv underscore uh Nick N I C K, um, uh, and you can find me also on a lot of uh, podcasting platforms and on YouTube uh, for my Sonrisa Dance podcast. And for those of you who don't speak Spanish, Sonrisa means smile. Um, and uh, yeah, I talk a lot about uh, growing and improving our dance community with more openness, vulnerability, and um, you know, just seeking to improve ourselves um in whatever way we can and so yeah you can just search me up with sony Dance podcast or even i believe i have a link tree that you can find links to all this also i think it's like uh link and l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash um nv nick um and uh yeah so you can get links to all those as well there so thank you so much uh, and then um, if oh oh yeah and to follow our podcast on for creative emotions it's uh, creative underscore underscore emotions on Instagram and if you'd like to follow me uh, Alex um, it's gonna be uh, L three L A C K F R O S T underscore L E uh, Black Frost underscore Lee uh, on my Instagram and if you're looking for me it's uh, Papa Seti eighty eight I know it's not the most professional but you know what it's all right. 
Uh, <laughs> don't judge yourself. That's right. That's right. Well, that's not, right. That's well that's I mean, right. your last yeah, name's Papa. Yeah, that's exactly know. right. So I'm going to exactly take the advice that I did in this podcast. So if you're looking for me, uh, it is P-A-P-A-C-E-D-D-Y-8-8, right? So again, let us know. Um, and again, take a listen to Nick's podcast. Uh, he's great. And so, and then also, if if you have the time as well, like we'd love to hear from you guys um, about how to make our podcast better and whatever you need to, and just have a nice conversation if you'd mm-hmm. like. Yeah. yeah. And so, anyone who's listening to Apple Podcast or any uh, podcast that does a, a rating system, uh, if you enjoyed our episodes and what we talk about on the show, uh, please give us five stars and some things you liked about the show. Nice. All right. All well. Right. And have a great day, everyone, and hope to see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.